What is up, clickbaiters? Um, we have decided to do a special episode because we have a platform and we have a voice, but also because there is just so much going on right now in the Bachelor franchise that me personally, um, when I contacted the rest of the team, I felt like it just needed to be addressed and everybody agreed. And we felt that this was going to be the best way to kind of just speak our piece, um, but also just make everybody aware. Um, and I'll speak for myself in this, but like I am not aligned exactly with what is going on right now in the franchise. Um, so I have, of course, my lovely co-host, Joe and Natasha with me, and we're just going to have a real conversations because that's what clickbait is. We talk about real things, how it affects our lives, how it affects the world, and um, we're going to be just using our voices this morning. So good morning, y'all. Good morning. 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 So if everybody, if everybody knows what's going on with Chris Harrison and Rachel Lindsay, um, do you guys want to break down that story? Yeah. So Chris Harrison and Rachel Lindsay had an interview on Extra on Rachel's show. And she asked him about Rachel, who is on Matt James's season. Uh, there's a lot of allegations um, of things that came out before she, or when the season first started uh, that led to... Um, I would say that accused her of being racist and um, having racist allegations. And so Rachel, Rachel Lindsay asked Chris Harrison how he felt about it. And his response was just not okay. <laughs> it just, not it was not okay. in in my opinion. Um, so if you guys haven't watched the interview, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have, uh, but it was, um, it was him just explaining and explaining. And the whole time, you know, one thing that really stuck out to me was he kept saying, oh, people are looking into her past. People are doing this. People are doing that. And therefore, she is this. Therefore, she is this. He never even said the word racist or, uh, you know, people are accusing her of being racist or um, being affiliated with uh, things that are hurtful to the black community. Um, he, he couldn't even say it. And that, that was like, what is this that you're talking about? Um, so that was, that was a big problem for me, but, uh, you know, Tasha, how did you feel? I mean, I feel like I, this hit me on a different level. Um, I think also just because I am the current bachelorette, if you will, um, the first biracial lead and I definitely will say watching that interview, um, my eyes were kind of, they were wide open. My jaw was kind of to the floor just because it was an ongoing conversation that was just filled with so much defense. And what I feel is um, ignorance. And to be clear, really, I think all everybody was looking for was a little bit of accountability in the sense of, um, just saying the images that have a like have come out they're wrong at the end, bottom line is that they're wrong there was no sense of like you know i'm what she did was wrong and i feel bad that um bachelor nation is going through this and that this is making a lot of people feel like attacked in a way um and that wasn't what happened in fact it was like turned around on rachel Lindsay to be the 
the person that should be calling it racist or saying that it is wrong and saying, um, you know, this is not (laughs) right. And um, I feel so bad for Rachel for having to be put on the spot like that. Um, I feel like her composure and the way that she conducted that interview was not because she didn't feel um, angry or frustrated in any way. It's because she had to conduct herself that way or else the message would be lost if she were to show her anger. Um, so I just, it was it was a really eye-opening um, conversation and I'm really, truly disappointed to say the least. So, Joe, what about you as a as a white male watching the interview, how did you feel? Um, okay, so I'm going to go back as far as the photos of like, you know, like this old antebellum party, right? I didn't really even know what it was. Like, I mean, I knew the time period. So, I, you know, I look it up and, you know, it's a party on a plantation. And when I think, when I hear plantation, I do, I think slavery. Um, and it's before pre-Civil War. So I think, um, yeah, I mean, in, in my circle and where I'm from, like, I've never, like, these parties don't exist. So I'm like, okay, that's pretty, like, if one of my friends called me up and said, hey, you want to go to a party on a plantation or an address pre-Civil War? I'd be like, yeah, that's pretty fucked up, um, regardless mm-hmm. what year it is. So I think any party that's going to glorify slavery or racism it's just wrong. And I think it's wrong. Um, no matter what, you know, if it happened now or if it happened in 1970, you know, yeah. it's, just, it's just, it's just fucked up. I mean, it really is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's just, I mean, that's just kind of how I look at it as far mm-hmm. as Chris Harrison's concerned. Um, yeah. I mean, he, he's the, the host of the show. I, I definitely think he, um, came across ignorant, I think. I mean, he apologized. Is that good enough? I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know how I would feel if I was a black person because mm-hmm. you know, I'm not. Um, so yeah, I, 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 do, I do think um, that, and this doesn't make it right, I would say there's a good chance the lead of the show, who I do feel for right now because I feel like he's got to be going through a ton. Um, I think there's a good chance he could be in love with this girl. So I think the defense, Chris Harrison's defense probably factors that in. Does it make it right? No, but I'm assuming it does. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, you know, I I don't know. I don't know as far as like he's concerned. Yeah. That's kind of where it, and that's like where I'm at. that's kind of where I'm at with that. Yeah. And you mentioned not okay in in 2018, not okay in 1970 and even Chris Harrison said there were things that I did back then that that isn't okay today. But the biggest message for me in this whole thing is yeah, it wasn't okay in 1970s in the 1970s either to black people. And yeah. the the point that he was trying to make how you know, the woke police, who we who they are now and all these things about 2020 um, and it being, it, you know, 2020 was eye opening for a lot of 
non-black people. Like it was eye-opening right. to racism to a lot of people in this country because they were forced to to see things. But to black people, it's not. It wasn't a 2020 surprise. was just business as usual. <laughs> exactly. Like it was like, oh, so now people recognize that what we've been saying for so long and what we live with. And still, even still, so many people are like, well, but, 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 and all these buts that are still coming up. And don't get me wrong, there, we have gained so many allies and so many people, and there are so many people in the Bachelor world who reached out to me as well when all of this, when all these things came out. Um, but it's just sad to me because it's like, you know, we're a part of this franchise and, you know, People can't help but to feel like Matt James and even you, Tasha, to a certain extent, was a band-aid once they when they got so much heat about yeah. about, you know, not having a black bachelor, only having one black bachelorette. Um, and then it but at this and so it's like, OK, well, we'll give you this. And still it's like racism is it's a, it's a cancer that like keeps plaguing this franchise and i don't understand why and and of course no one can vet all these contestants and you know these things that come up and these things that happen but hearing the way that chris harrison spoke on this interview i mean like like i'm like getting i'm getting emotional right now because it was you know we want to be proud to have a voice and to share our feelings and to, and to, and, and we go on a show and then you don't know what's going to happen afterwards. We have these huge platforms now and people look to us to say how we feel, especially on our podcast, but in social media and everything. And how can we defend a franchise when the head of the franchise is saying these things? So it was very warranted that he gave an apology. He did not wait six weeks to give an apology. Um, I don't and think whatever, there was that kind of time. <laughs> well, but, well, but, but you know what and, I mean, and, though. And, yeah, but in but in speaking to, but he knew that it was wrong when people. 100%. And so, yeah, so you know, the woke police or whatever you want to call it. If you know, if you don't say how you feel, people can never correct it. And accountability is so important. And that's all people say. Like no one, no one's saying like, "Oh, you're racist. We're gonna kill you." No, it's like be accountable for your actions and understand that there's certain things that you that that's just not okay. Listen, slavery was not okay. I understand mm -hmm. that it happened in this country, but it was it's it was never okay. It was never okay to enslave people and make them work for free and 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 in the way that our ancestors were. Um, brought to this country. It was not okay, even though it happened, even though presidents had slaves and all these different things. It still was not okay ever to people of color, to black people, right? Um, so, it, it, and, and I say, or I said earlier that, you know, racism is like a cancer in this franchise. And the, the worst part about cancer is most people don't know that they have it until it's too late. And it was like, he's saying all these things on this interview and then it was too late mm -hmm. right and and i'm not saying that of course every person is racist i'm not even saying that chris harrison is racist i'm not trying to say that but the aged mentality we got it we we like 2020 said hey guys if you're not getting with the times 
then then your time is going to be very short in these plat on your, on these platforms, you know. So I appreciate his apology. I do believe that he probably was like, "Whoa," because you can't. He was looking at it like Joe said, defending a person who may or may not um, be in love or be with. I mean, he did drop he did drop some tea that she's not at the women's hall, so we know she makes a hometown at least, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so he could very she could very well be that. But at the same time, he's not thinking about it in the sense of the people that she is offending and that she has offended and the That's people the who are problem. watching the show. Yeah. That's the problem. And, and that is, and, the, and those are the people who want the grace. Those are the people who want an answer and want someone to just hold accountability, have accountability. Now, did you guys see that she said, um, she finally put out a an apology yeah. after yeah. all of this yeah How, what do you guys what do you guys think about that the fact that she admits it i think yeah i mean i i don't you know obviously it should have happened sooner i i you know but i don't, don't know um everybody everyone's different I, yeah I, you know i i for me yeah i don't know there are a couple I, I of things like, keep going joe i actually i wanted to ask you Tasha, but i don't want to get off of of the Rachel subject, but back on like the Chris Harrison. Yeah. Only because, you know, leads, I think leads of the show. I know there's a lot of people like I've met Chris Harrison a few times. He's always been very nice to me, but I'm not like close with Chris Harrison because I just never spent really any time with him. I don't know right. if you have Natasha. I just never have, you know, no, he was never really part of my bachelor journey, but I'm assuming he's part was part of yours. Right. Yeah. And actually from like outside of the franchise um him and i have actually formed a friendship and okay. um yeah i i actually do have i've had a great time with chris harrison in the past and um i think that's why that i felt so saddened by this entire interview because it just like when i said it hit a different way it's because it's like you wouldn't even would you defend me like would you defend me like would you come to my defense if someone did this to me like being your friend you know yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Do you think mm -hmm. he would? To be honest with you, yes. But that yeah. interview interview kind of made me feel in a different type of way. I mean, that yeah. was like your chance to do that. And to be honest, I that's why I'm sad about it. Um, mm -hmm. But we all do. We all make mistakes, and we all do things. And that's why I keep saying, like, I think it's the defensive, the continued defensiveness. Which is the problem. He could have, you know, started that and like started seeing like how Rachel was like, okay, but this and that and this and that. And he could have been like, you know what? You're right. Like this is this is wrong. And I'm sorry that you feel this way. And I think that he could have just stopped it right then and there, but instead it went on for 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. He trying kept to justify going. He kept it. Going. Yeah. And so and but I so and I I know Chris has a really good heart and I know at the end of the day and I, I do love him as a friend, but I think that in this, this is a very big learning experience. So my question is, as a friend, what do you need to hear from him personally? Do you need to hear anything from him personally? Is there, yeah, have you, is, have the you talked written, to him? is the written apology enough for you? Is it not enough? Like, what do you, what would you want for at least to, you know, continue with that friendship? Um, a message even saying like, if this has offended you, if my words and my actions have offended you within this interview, that I'm sorry, because that's 
not what I was intending to do. It would just be mm-hmm. an apology. Mm-hmm. Um, because at the mm-hmm. same time, like, you know, um, we have had conversations about race in the past. I think a big thing of this, too, is there's a thing in the franchise of, like, protecting people, um, you know, in, in trying to protect people when things happen. And I think that's probably just from the area of what he was thinking about. Like, oh, how can we, you know, protect this person because she's getting reamed on social media or she's this or that. And, you know, the bullying, that's one thing, right? When people are trying to protect people from that. But it's another right. thing when there is, you know, we, we have to, how do we have teachable moments if we're just protecting everybody? If we can't talk about things, if we can't, if we can't say, oh, well, you know, it call, call a spade a spade, really, and call it what it is. And, you know, what do you think? You know, it's like, yeah, the interview could have went a, v- a very different way if he wasn't, at least in my opinion, it seemed like he was sort of trying to protect her in a way. Um, what do you think about what's happening to Rachel? I think Rachel needs to say something soon. And that could have been it. I think we need to hear from Rachel. Yeah, I think we need to hear from her. I think she needs to speak up for her actions and what people and the allegations that people are um, giving her, saying about her. You know, I I really think as a franchise, we don't condone this kind of behavior that has come forth. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like, yeah. And we will say something when, you know, once she said whatever. And I did agree with him when he said that he they didn't want to say anything on her behalf, but he kind of (laughs) did. You know, it was like he kind of did. And I'm glad you brought up politics though you know briefly because that also is a big thing that he talked about um he talked about people going into her you know her parents and call you know being republican and all this stuff and i don't know who is to blame or what party is to blame for people thinking that black lives matter is actually um a democratic thing like if people are saying black lives matter that should not be democratic that should not be republican it's the same thing with people who are religious when did that become a republican or democratic thing i've voted democratic and i'm also a christian like you can be both you can also think that black lives matter and also be republican i'm 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 so done with people thinking that caring about black lives if you are a republican that's going against your views no humans i'm so happy you're saying that because it's just that's so frustrating because it's like first of all there's there's black people that are republicans yeah yes it's just like it's like all of a sudden it, it turned into this thing where it was like if you're a republican you're you're a racist listen now you're wrong too yeah it wasn't that wasn't ever it Racism is wrong. I mean, it's, it's, as, it's as simple as that. And yeah. there are people that are racist and there are people that are going to continue to be racist because mm-hmm. that's just what it is. I mean, it's, it's a big fucking yeah. country. It's a big world. It's a big population. And, and people were just raised differently and it's fucked up. But that's what we yeah. fight against is racism. But yeah, turning it into like this political battle always, it almost like deteriorates from like the real meaning that exactly and then racist exactly yeah. and that and that is the biggest thing that i you know there's always something that's trying to deter 
people from being progressive. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, black people want people to care about black lives. Oh, well, just Democrats. Like, what? No, no, that's not that's that's not a thing. All Republicans are not bad. All Democrats are not good. Like all and vice versa. It's just it's not. There are some racist Democrats, too. I'm sure of it. You know what I mean? There are. So it's not it's not this this whole thing. It just has to stop. And also, you know, I wanted to bring up, too. There's a lot of uh, things that happen online, like when all these things happen in Bachelor Nation. Right. Um, There's been many, many topics about racism happening. And when these things happen online, people are messaging and saying, well, why haven't you said anything? And why haven't you this? And why haven't you that? And it's it's almost like a level of, um, you know, the Bachelor Nation fans almost bullying the Bachelor Nation people into saying this or saying that. I personally choose always if there's something about race. I mean, I am a black woman, so I get riled up. I get angry and I and I look at all the brown and black women and just people, men as well, who watch the show. And I feel an obligation to speak up because they are like, should I even be watching the show? Should I even be? Because it's that that's where that's where we get we get to this point where it's like, do we even continue to to be a, to watch this? And so there's people like me, there's people like you, Tasha, as the former bachelorette as well. And that's why, you know, having conversations with Rachel Lindsay, Rachel Lindsay's just like, I'm tired of being the the main one who is speaking on these issues. And I understand that. And I get that she has, you know, until you, Tasha, she was the biggest platform of a minority bachelorette. Um, or I mean, Bachelor Two. Now that I guess Matt James is here, but uh, it's just you know, how do you guys feel about when these things come about on social media? Like Joe, I know you said you had no idea even what was going on. You're you know enjoying your weekend and doing your thing, and you weren't even in this whole world and seeing what was going on on social media. How do you guys feel when people message you and say, "What about this?" and "What about that?" and um, "How? Why haven't you said this? Why haven't you said that?" Yeah, I mean, I've gotten, I've gotten some messages already saying why aren't you sticking up for your co-host and for me interesting i choose to ignore all the messages at this point because i talked to you guys already before i even saw those messages i had spoken to you and we decided this is how we wanted to go about it so mm-hmm. i also i don't you know i want to always be real and be real to myself and I don't want to speak because I'm worried what people are going to think about me. And I think that happens a lot. And I think that happens a lot in Bachelor Nation. I think that happens a lot in social media. I think people feel the need to, like, oh, I better say something or people are going to think I'm racist. Like, oh, Joe should have came out and said something as soon as Chris Harrison did that. Like, let me talk to my co-host first and see how, how they want to go about it. And we go about it on our own time. There's no like, you know, that's how I feel. Yeah. I mean, I don't and know. You, how do you guys feel? About okay. I, first of all, you should not be telling anybody as to when they should be speaking on anything. People need to be able to speak it, speak their own truth when they feel comfortable to do so. But in the, in an appropriate time. I, I, I think going back to Rachel, it was six weeks ago, you know, when all this started coming out. And to Rachel Lindsay's point, if none of this was true and my name was attached to that, I would come out swinging first, like 
right after all these allegations were being made. Because it's not true. I wouldn't want my name attached to any of that. But the silence kind of made it sort of true. Right. But when you're trying to provoke someone to speak on something, um, asking for their opinion and their take on things, what if it takes them a hot minute to understand how they feel Mm -hmm. and how it affects them? I don't, I, I truly think that when you kind of just do a knee jerk reaction, uh, you end up putting your foot in your mouth, <laughs> like some people most recently, um, because they don't decide to listen and they don't decide to educate themselves and they don't decide to just come up with, um, I don't know, an, an explanation as to how this is affecting them. Me, myself, what? I was going to say, or it feels empty. It, feels it does like feel empty. It, it feels it forced. Feels, it, it feels it like doesn't feel dumb. authentic yeah. or genuine. Yeah. And that yeah. comes across and everybody can tell. Yeah. You mean for you? You mean for for who? When people are forced to say something, or when people when people feel that they're forced to say something, so then they just say it. Okay. Okay. It's Do you not feel that way? Um. It, I mean, it de- it depends on. In my opinion, it depends on what it is and and what and who it yeah. is. I mean, for me personally, like when I mean immediately i i mean i could have i after i saw this after i saw this interview i could have did a live i could have talked for an hour about how i felt you know what i mean yeah but at the same time it's not i don't feel obligated at all in the sense that i have to or else my obligation in my opinion is for all of my followers that i engage with all the time who tell me things who message me and say as a black woman as a darker skinned black woman as this as that watching you on the show or you know and and i i always want to champion for those people yes but also there's you know there's a level of peace as well if I maybe if I were on a weekend trip somewhere, maybe that that has happened before where things have happened in the Bachelor Nation and I was in the Hamptons and I was enjoying my weekend and I did not say something right away because I wanted to be present where I am. And people have to understand, too, any time during Black Lives Matter, when the riots were happening and all the 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 protests and I was out there doing all these things. It's a lot of energy. I would come home and cry for hours because of the things that I'm seeing on social media. And Mm -hmm. it's a lot. So if I don't Mm -hmm. say something, guess what? It's because, yeah, I need a moment. But everyone who follows me knows that I've been very vocal about how I feel on these subjects and these matters. And even I will still DM people and people will DM me and I'll message them back. And, you know, um, people ask me all the time, how does it feel to be someone of color in this nation? And, you know, and I message them back sometimes, and you know, but it's not all bad. I just think that when we, we are gifted with these platforms and when we feel a certain type of way, um, and it's just my personal opinion. I think it is more important to say something for the for the voiceless, in, in my opinion. Uh, but if you don't feel called to do that, then yes, it could feel empty if you're just like, oh, this happened. Let me make an opportunity out of it. Yeah. Right. Yep. And I that yeah, I see a lot of that personally. Yeah. 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 And that's why. And that's where too. You know, I I talked to I t- I spoke with Nick Vial, and he was just like. It's he's like, I'm a white man. Yeah, I'm going to come on here and be like, yeah, y'all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so 
he also feels like it's t- t- time for me to listen. It's a time for me to listen. And, and I and I appreciate that. And people don't have to know that, you know, he doesn't have to call me and put it on his podcast and do this and do that. like he doesn't have to like say all these things. He can just it can be I know he talks to Rachel Lindsay a lot as well, you know, so all I'm saying is, is that people don't know what happens behind closed doors. It's just when we speak out about things. I mean, the thing that I even said on social media was was barely a lot. It was just acknowledgement that this is some effed up shit that just happened. And I want y'all to know that I think it's effed up, too. Right. Like, I, I, well, I, I didn't also, even go I think, in. I think it's also wrong because like in the past I have said, you know, um, saying things on social media and then I would get messages saying like, oh God, you were such a good bachelor until you started opening your mouth about race or until you started, started talking about politics. Who until said you, that? Are you joking? I got hundreds of those messages. Oh, now. No, but, I, but I mean like it's people who. On social media. But like these are white people saying this, black people saying this, like who is yes. saying this? Yes. Mm. I have I screenshot see. a lot of messages. Oh, and like, like this warrants an unfollow. Like I, when was this that happened last? Um, what were we talking about? Maybe like a month ago about when it was regarding Matt. Um, and we had released a statement saying something had shown up. Oh, it was about the riots. Or it was oh, about the, mm-hmm. um, uh, raiding the Capitol. Mm-hmm, and I, mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. had spoken about, you know, like this just showing that it's like, are people even listening? Like are people, wh- what is happening with the world? Like we just need, so much unity and um, we're in trouble. And I was just met with a lot of anger. And I, so it's just so, funny. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's just, it's just funny because it's like, you realize that I'm African-American and Mexican, right? <laughs> you Whoa. realize that's what you're following, right? So if Whoa, I'm going to have an opinion about not. something, yeah, apparently not. Um, also, I'm going to have a, an opinion about something and it's going to, makes me feel some type of way and the fact that you're then trying to put me down because i'm just going to tell you that i'm uncomfortable with it and this makes me hurt and i feel and i didn't say anything even mean i just said we need to work we need to do a lot of work and it's there's still Mm -hmm. a lot to be done and a lot of knowledge to be learned and Mm -hmm. um this was like oh you were so much better when you didn't have your mouth open Oh, oh this this definitely warrants an unfollow because you just have to bring race and politics into it Oh, I, I've had a, I've had a lot of those. Yeah, I don't think you could. Um, I think I think you just can't pay attention. To Absolutely, you cannot. Messages, you cannot. Like negative messages and and even the positive ones. And this is, you know, not to to veer off the subject, but I just think, um, just I look at social media as just do your thing, do you, and don't pay attention to the negative comments or those super positive ones because they go hand in hand. Just know who mm-hmm. you are and do your best. But I guess this is why yeah. it means so much. And if he would have just acknowledged the fact that this was wrong, because I feel like it's giving those people that message me even like a voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and it, it's it gives them a place to be like, see, Chris Harrison. Yeah. Chris like, Harrison feels this way. Like, we got to show our grace. We got to exactly. show our grace. And, and I'm like, like, hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, wow. no, it's not show. It's like it's not show her grace. It's sh- make. It's like held hold her accountable. That's it. <laughs> hold her accountable for her actions. 
you know, and when you go on a TV show and I will say she is young and I'm not trying to, um, I'm not trying to excuse her behavior at all because she is young, but that is to all future contestants as well. It's like you go on a TV show, your life will be blasted on, on to so many levels because of social media. You have to be ready to one, hold yourself accountable and, Mm -hmm. or, be ready to take up for your actions and the things that you have said or done in the past, you know, and we have to, we have to be able to do that. And I, of course, was a lot older when I went on the show. So when people would come to me and say things or whatever, I was, I was ready um, to, to defend myself. But that is something that, you know, there, the internet trolls are, it's a lot on both sides, positive and negative. Like you said, Joe, yeah. positive and negative. It's a lot of energy. It's a lot of things to take in. But um, the people who messaged you, Tasha, who, who said that you should just shut your mouth, that's exactly what um, people who are in agreement, in my opinion, with racism want. They want black mm-hmm. people to ha- not have a voice. They want you to be silenced. They do not want you to say how you feel because that will influence other people into thinking how you think possibly and how you think is, oh, it's wrong to riot a capital. And it is, right? Like, mm-hmm. so that is, that is, so let's, let's quiet and let's hush the black people. You know, even I was talking to my sister about this and it goes so deep and it's so deep and people just don't understand because when you think about, you know, certain words like black people, a lot of black people say ax instead of ask, right? People are like, why do you guys, why do you guys pronounce things so weird? We weren't allowed to read. Slaves were not allowed to learn how to read. So that gets trinkled down and down and down. So when people have these different words in their vernacular, it goes so deep into that. And so now that you are an educated black woman, mixed woman, whatever you want to call it, you have a platform to seek to speak and say whatever you want and influence people. And there are people who don't want you to. And I recognize that. And so that's why. I say whatever I want to say on my platform because there are people who are like, wow, I didn't think about it like that. Even our hair segment, people were like, oh, I never thought about it like that with going to the gym and just, you know, walking in with my wet hair. Never thought about that. Right. When I wash my hair, it's all curly. I got to straighten it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They never think about that. So having that platform and talking about these different things, I just think it's so important and for the people who want to silence you, F them. <laughs> That's what I got to say. Yeah, I, I agree. Do your thing. So that's how I always look at I it. I think that's why, again, I'm just going to bring it back to this whole thing as to why we're having the podcast is just watching that interview. I felt like Rachel was in a way trying to be silenced for bringing up these issues. Mm-hmm. And that resonated with me because when I do feel something and I, and I've been told a, a lot, say something about this. And then when I do say it, like screw the other half is like, screw you. You were so mm-hmm. much prettier when you didn't talk. Um, and it's, it's so like, I'm sorry, hold on a second. It's so funny. Cause the message above that, it was like, you are such a fantastic individual. I find you so amazing. And there's so much to learn from you and blah, 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 whatever it may be. And so, when I was watching this interview, it just felt like we're a part of a bigger issue. This, there's so much more in this franchise 
um, that I don't actually, I'm not aligned with. So we got apologies from Chris. We got apologies from Rachel. Uh, And then we also saw this really encouraging message from the women of the season, from the women from Bachelor um, season 25. Mm -hmm. They put out a message and they basically said, we are, we do not stand for this. You know, we are, um, black indigenous and and people of color uh, in this franchise and we are we just we denounce we do not we are not here for racism and it was a strong message they also really they mentioned rachel Lindsay as well um because they, they recognize how hard it probably was for her and i thought that it was just very powerful i thought it was very powerful that they all came together ever all of them and I mean, even Kit, you know, I, everybody knows that I know her. She, me and her had a very long conversation also about uh, everything that's happening and what's going on. And uh, she was one of the first people that I saw. I mean, well, because I follow her too, but uh, that just put out a message just on her own. Also her mom, which was great. But just them coming together and putting and making that unison, you know, all the hate, all the whatever that was going on, the bullying. It's like when it comes down to it, they they came together and that's what we want this country to do it's like this country can come together for a lot of things but we still can't come together for racism it's 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 sad what did you guys think about it well i feel like number one i'm just so happy that they called her out or rachel specifically and just said like you are not alone yep because she's not and i even spoke to rachel yesterday and to be honest with you, I thanked her because, mm-hmm. I mean, I am where I am. Um, my experiences were my experiences because of her. I mean, mm-hmm. my bachelor experience was 10 times better than Rachel's because she was the trailblazer as being the first mm-hmm. black bachelorette. Right. Um, also, I had way more resources than she did. Right. And so none of that would have been possible if she wasn't the bachelorette before and she had such a loud voice and said like no like hi i need some i need some things here i'm not Mm -hmm. feeling heard and i'm not feeling like i could be understood in this franchise and so the fact that these girls were able to also say like thank you so much for trailblazing and we stand behind you and you are not alone it was amazing to me and i've never seen any of the girls do anything like this before yeah and so it it was was really really it was was really powerful i saw that and it made me really teary-eyed did you see that joe yeah, I thought it was great. I also want to say um, thank you to you guys because I am out of town and mm-hmm. I know this was a timely podcast and there was the idea of possibly just doing it you two and you guys wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do it without me and I appreciate that. Yeah. Of course. So. Yeah. Of course. Ooh. Um, so where do we go, guys? Where do we go from here? Do we do we accept these apologies? How do we feel that we can um, things can get better? How do we how do we continue to hold people accountable? What what are you, what are your thoughts? Well, I think we should definitely continue to hold people accountable for the actions. I don't think mm-hmm. that there's anything wrong with doing that. I don't think mm-hmm. that tearing somebody down is a good idea, but just being right. like, hey, what you're doing here was wrong and um, I would love for you to 
I don't know, acknowledge that or just apologize for what you just did because it made me feel some type of way. And people are allowed to do that. Yep. Um, but I, I don't, I never condone cancel culture, whatever the hell that is and all that kind of stuff. Um, how we can move forward? Well, I think at first, I think we're going to need to hear from um, the franchise as a whole and not standing for racism. Mm-hmm. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, making because just because you have um, a black lead or a few of them doesn't mean that you're not racist. So, yeah, I agree. Joe? No, I I, yeah. I agree. I think uh, everything she says makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I I'm going to take it just a little step further, and I'm going to say that yes, putting a black lead feels like especially now a band-aid making a black lead and then if he actually picks this person who is accused of being racist it's like we can't make this shit up <laughs> like it's just wild I, right actually I, I really um and i i'm not one to ever really you know like feel bad for any contestants on the show just because it's like we're, we we went on a reality show right you, know, you signed up for right um, right but i actually really do feel for that jade because yep it does feel like, yeah, this guy was, became the first Black Bachelor because of what was going on in the world. Then he mm-hmm. gets thrown into this whole, you know, the, you know, how crazy Bachelor is to begin with. And now with everything else that's going on, like, how is this guy, like, how is this even fair for him? How is this even, how is he even going to, you know, yeah. he is the fall feel- of love. So, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I feel for him. And, Okay. There's one thing that he did say that, you know, I did agree with. And I don't think that the Bachelor franchise should be responsible for saying sorry for every single thing that people have no. done in the past. And I completely no. agree with Chris on that. And I'm not saying like, no, yeah. you need to take back everybody's actions that they did 10 years ago and blah, blah, blah. No. But when things keep coming up and they're a current contestant and it's to the point where it's this racist and controversial and there's a lot of people that feel a type of way about it, I think that it's time for them to step up and say something. Yeah. yeah. Well, at this point, it's really just Chris saying something or the Bachelor Nation, the Bachelor franchise saying something about the things that Chris said. And I think yeah. that having just a black bachelor is not enough. I think it goes. I mean, I was on the show and there were not a lot of producers that were black. They were not, you know, it goes from the top to the bottom of where of where it is, you know. Uh, so I'm saying that that just overall if we want, if if this show, if the franchise is actually saying they really want to turn another leaf, they really do have to incorporate color in all facets. That's from the top to the bottom, and not just the lead. And that and that's just that's I mean, just I, me. I was a lead, and I will say that I did see some differences from when I was on the show. So you mean in, in producers and stuff like that? It, as a producer or i mean there are there are a lot of people of minorities but i feel like it's just the knowledge behind it and just having the resources i mean the fact that i had a day a diversity team was spoke volumes because i was the first one to ever have one yeah i was gonna say uh where I was, was the first one to ever have, have one so yeah. i understand that there i i, I see what you're saying and i and I, yeah. I agree that there needs to be a change but i also know that it's not gonna just happen overnight and i do want to acknowledge the fact that there are some changes being made but there needs well, that's to good. be more. Yeah, I mean, well, Matt, it felt like Matt was the bachelor overnight, so. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> was. And I agree with yeah. you. He definitely was. That was a knee-jerk yeah. reaction, which is when yeah. I completely 1,000% agree with you. But as a lead, I will say, 
versus being a contestant, I yeah. was shocked when I found out that I had a, diver- a diversity team that I'm able to still call on to this day oh, when I need good. help. Yeah. That's so very it's just good. Like, and, and, and Zach utilizes them as well. So look, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, because I've seen that side, I will mm-hmm. also say I have seen a change in that regard. But sure, mm-hmm. there definitely still needs to be a lot more work. That's yep. all I'm saying. Yep. And I think that's how I think that's how we end this thing. You know, um, I don't know if you guys have any other last words. If there's something that I forgot, I'll say it on my social media. But, <laughs> like you know, yeah, there, you know, that's just that I'm glad that we could put this out there and, and say how we feel. And I hope it gives some people um, I hope people know that we are we recognize this and it's a problem and we um and we want people to be held accountable and there's nothing wrong and if you are a person out there and you have done things and been a part of things and i'm sure rachel's not the only person in the world who've done things that they regret accountability and apology is all people want really life is a and to do experience. better in the future yes life is a learning experience you're not always going to do everything right that's not what we're mm-hmm. saying and that's not what anybody's mm-hmm. saying it's just mm-hmm. to take accountability of your actions. Amen. All right. Well, thank you, listeners, for tuning into a special episode today. Thank you, guys. We always appreciate you. Make sure to check us out on social and like, comment, DM us. You know where to find us at ClickbaitBN on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Share your stories with us. We want to hear your clickbait every week. Thank you, guys. And subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you guys are listening now. We are here for you. And uh, let's do better. Teachable moments. Let's do better.